Hi folks, welcome to season five of Shine Time Radio, a weekly unedited podcast exploring all things tarot and coaching with some wonderful chit chats and life musings thrown in. I'm Jenny Robertson, the tarot reader, coach and space holder behind Shine Time Coaching. I'm a Rainer Institute trained coach, a heart-centered reader, and lifelong learner, your trail buddy and introverted cheerleader. This space is for the dreamers, triers, and magic makers looking for a more intuitive, gentle, and supportive way back to themselves. Welcome to this week's episode of Shine Time Coaching. I'm Jenny. I'm the tarot reader and life coach and human behind Shine Time Coaching. Coaching, <laughs> And I'm really um, grateful that you're here. Today, I'm going to speak about something that I shared earlier this week um, on social media. And it is around, it's a coaching trick or a coaching um sort of approach that sometimes, not sometimes, I always end up talking about with the folks that I work with because it becomes something, it's something that's really um, powerful, uh, simple, yet powerful, and and something that um, often helps lots of folks out with their, um, how they want to approach things. So I, I spoke on Monday, I shared a post about a tip to try in terms of how you're focusing, where you're focusing your energy and your attention. And the first part of that is to acknowledge that all the work we do um, here does not bypass or negate any aspect of ourselves because all the parts of ourselves are important. There are things we want to maybe shift, things that are no longer working for us, things that we no longer want, things that we want to minimize, that's totally cool. That's cool. That's fine. But we don't bypass or ignore those things as being negative or label them as negative necessarily. They just maybe aren't things that are working for us anymore. Um, And what I want to speak to you about today is how do we, a simple shift, a simple shift in terms of how we, how much time and energy we give to things we don't want, right? Um, Over the amount of time and energy we give to the things that we do. When we've acknowledged or um, identified something that we no longer want as much of or at all in our lives, something that we've maybe can see that no longer supports us, that is no longer for us, was maybe a thing that we did, um, you know, it worked for us previously, no longer works for us. That aspect um, of our work is so important, right? Seeing what we no longer want and identifying things that we no longer want to engage in or how we want to engage in and things is really, really important. And it's very valuable. It's invaluable, actually, because you can't move away from them if you don't acknowledge them, right? And also, there's an element where we don't, how much energy and time do we give to that thing we no longer want, um, it's about recognizing and moving, right? It's about acknowledging and moving. And I think that sometimes many of us, myself included, when I'm doing my own personal stuff, 
can get stuck on focusing on the thing that we no longer want, the thing we don't want, or ruminating around how we keep doing this thing that we don't want to be doing, or we're acting in this way that we don't want to act, or we're um, creating things in our lives that we no longer want to create. And I think that acknowledging those is powerful. I think also it's really important for us to then train our thought, energy, attention on the things that we do want. Because what will naturally happen is when we are focusing on the things we do want, we are moving away from the things that we are maybe no longer wanting to do, or we're not giving them as much airtime, as much oxygen, or as much of our attention, right? And I think that what's really powerful is by, um, is to notice or to say to myself, for example, or someone I'm working with, when I'm, I'll give a really simple example, one that a lot of us probably can relate to is around time on social media, for example, or times on our phones. What am I not giving myself time and space for when I'm um, down the rabbit hole, <laughs> let's say, on social media? What am I not giving time and space for? What am I not allowing myself to do that I want to be doing when I'm doing my you know, my doom scrolling or my rabbit hole <laughs> adventures on social media. Um, and there's things I want to be, you know, there's t things I want to give more time to. I want to, I want to get back into playing my fiddle more regularly. I want, would like to, I have a lot of work I would like to be doing. Um, I have a lot of things I'd like to be creating for around my work. I have, um, I want to be more present with my family. I would like to fit in a few more opportunities for movement during the day. I would like to be a bit more on top of the care of our house. Um, you know, the, those things, right? They're all really quite common things. Um, even just, I would like more space and time for quiet, you know? And when I'm choosing to do, to spend time, even if it's habitual on social media, because we all know that some, you know, it can be half an hour, an hour can go by. And suddenly we're like, shit, what have I been doing this whole time? Where did that time go? It's just recognizing, well, when I do that, I'm no longer, I'm not giving myself the opportunity and time to do what I want to be doing. And can I just say this now? This is not, we don't need to be doing, we don't need to be shitting on ourselves here. This is not another opportunity for us to give ourselves a hard time, as hard as that is. Um, I think it's just recognition. And if we start there, when we notice the time that we are giving to something we don't want to give as much time to, when we notice that and then we notice what we could have been, should have been, I don't like the word should, could have been doing <laughs> in that time, um, that can be a lovely, gentle, and I mean in a gentle way. It's just, if we can leave it just data, like leave it as good data. If we can do that, then that allows us some grace, right? To start to recognize our patterns, it's then that we want to start shifting away from acknowledging all the things we're doing or the thing that we're doing that we no longer want to be doing as much of and giving the more that we are, oh, I keep doing that, I keep doing that, I keep doing, look all that time, look all the time, look all the time, here I am again, you know, all that kind of stuff. We keep looking at the thing we don't want to look at. We keep looking at the thing we don't want to be doing. We keep giving it more of our time and energy. That's still, you know, that's empowering it. That's giving that thing more energy. Um, a gentle way is to shift into making a list of things we do want to be doing. And I mean, genuinely that we want to be doing, not things we should be doing, but things we really genuinely want to be doing or how we want to be approaching things in our lives. 
and we give them a little bit more time, care and attention, what can often happen, not always, but what can often happen is we'll recognize that we are giving automatically giving less time to those things. Of course, there's some strategic things that we can be doing in that, for example, um, a simple thing for me is not having my phone in the same room as me when I'm not wanting to be on my phone. <laughs> it's difficult. I work in a job that requires me to be on social media and on my phone. And so when I go do the things I'm meant to be doing, um, I suddenly find myself, you know, spending much more time than I would like to be. So there's lots of things, setting limits, setting reminders, setting timers, um, leaving my phone in the other room. There's lots of things I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> so, but a big thing that's helping me is thinking about what I, what I could be doing instead and the list of things I would like to be engaging with in my life that I could be doing in those times where I find myself um, really, really overly engaging with social media or being on my phone. And that can be really helpful. So I'm shifting myself away from what I don't want to be doing. And I'm moving towards a thing I do want to be doing more of. And, and this reminds me, and I mentioned this on, um, I think in my stories about, I used to be uh, quite an avid downhill mountain biker. I haven't done it in years, but I did a lot of downhill mountain biking. And a tip that someone told me when I was, um, during that time was around what, you know, essentially what you give your focus to, what you give your energy to is what you're going to go towards. And, um, and I remember thinking, gosh, that is so simple. And it is simple in theory. <laughs> but um, I remember thinking, like, kind of poo-pooing it at first and then realizing, oh, that really shit, that really works. Like, that actually really works. And it's just, you know, going down a hill at speed and quite a steep hills, different um, obstacles, often very narrow paths. I did this most of, a lot of the time in the Pacific Northwest um, and through forests and there'd be trees and all kinds of stumps and all kinds of stuff very narrow tracks at times um and so you of course you're taking in everything you're observing everything and quick time you're taking in everything um and you're noticing what's the path you want to go down what's the right path to go down you're noticing where your position is on the bike but you're also noticing the things you want to avoid and i remember someone saying just look where you want to go and i'm like well yeah <laughs> of course but I noticed more often than not that I was more looking at the thing I didn't want to hit and often <laughs> learning it the hard way because I'm a poster child for learning things the hard way. Um, I would then automatically, mentally, like not even realize I'd be steering my bike towards the thing I didn't want to go towards and hitting it. Um, and as soon as I was, and it's scary, it is scary to not look, to not look at the thing you don't want to hit. It's scary to take it in and then just look at the thing you where the place that you want to go but see and then yes of course i still had moments but as soon as i was able to get on that track of looking where i want to go i crashed into things a lot less <laughs> and i can honestly say that is true um and it's a thing if anyone here does any sort of you know um sport at speed or things where they have to avoid obstacles i'm sure you all know this it's the happy trick of like, look where you want to go. Don't look at where you don't want to go. And it's kind of the
Thank you so much for joining me here in this space. You can find out more about the work I do over on the website, which is shinetimecoaching.com, as well as over on Instagram at shinetime underscore coaching. If you enjoyed the podcast today, it would mean an awful lot to this human if you would consider leaving a weed review on your podcast listening platform of choice. I hope your month is full of what you want and even more of what you need. Until next month, take care, lovelies.